Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Trap Game Podcast. It is 2021. We had a nice little break here. First of all, I got to say congratulations to my guy, Chris Smith. Thank you. Thank you. He is getting married. Nice little round of applause here for him. Happy for you, my man. Happy for you. I appreciate that. In probably the greatest city in the world, New York. Yeah. That's awesome. I I like New York. We went, it just snowed. Like, we actually had to fly out a day earlier. I had to drop my shift at work, change the flight, went straight home, packed till 4 a.m., got on a plane at 7 a.m. Because we were going to catch a snowstorm, and it's like the worst they've had in like four years, it said. Perfect. So I was like, oh, I don't think they'll let us fly in. Right, like right. It was cool. It was cool being there with all the snow and shit. That's I'll show you sick, pictures. Dude. I'm finally supposed to go for the first time in May after I was supposed to go last May. Yeah. I'll hopefully go see the Astros and Nationals play the Yankees if everything works out the right way. Um, Dude, what a crazy 2020. Like, crazy, crazy. What a crazy, crazy sports year. Just a crazy year in general. And that kind of like it's going to set me off on my first topic here is I don't know still. I mean, maybe besides football with a few caveats, like how many championships are legitimate this year? I can't agree with you more. You know what I mean? Like, so we're just about to have the college football championship, right? right? Monday, Alabama, Ohio State. I still don't think Ohio State belonged anywhere near it. Yeah. Because. Think about it. They only had to play five games to get into their conference championship, which I'll give them some, like, I guess leeway is a lot of games were canceled with no fault to their own. Yeah. But going into next year, it's like, okay, you're going to have Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Ohio State. You know, you're going to have those teams in the top four, top five. Yeah. So what? What next year, like, what is the difference of having them play a full 12 games and a full six games now? Right. Because now you showed this year that you only need to play six games to, to get, get into in. the, to the, to the playoff. And it makes no sense to me. And not only that is they were third. Yeah. They should have been fourth at right. the very least. If they were going to get in, they should have been fourth. They played the least amount of games. Then they come out, they beat a Clemson team, which you know what? Good game. You know yeah. what? They had a good game plan. They played a great game. You can't take that away from them. What you can take away from them is they played five less games than Clemson did. Right. You know what I mean? So many things can happen in five games. Yeah. Justin Fields can go down. Um, Devontae Smith, or not Devontae Smith, but like anyone on that team can go down, and it is a huge difference. So this right. team got to come in five games less? Right. Fresher. Fresher. Right. And, and like, you cannot tell me that a 12-game season means anything anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, you force these other teams. These other teams played 11, 12 games. You know, they did it the right way. And, like I said, Ohio State got some games canceled to no fault of their own. But at some point, it has to matter how many games you play. Well, yeah, I don't like it because they came into the season knowing if you don't play X amount of games – you're not in. And they changed it. And they changed it for them. So it's kind of one of those things like, all right, well, let's say COVID's still coming around this year. Right. Like, are they going to do that for every team now? Exactly. I get it was Ohio, but next year, who knows? What if it's BYU who looks mm-hmm. unstoppable and they don't get in because of COVID restrictions? You right. Know what I mean? And so, like a team like Cincinnati, they lose to Georgia 24-21 in their bowl game. 
but they played four or five more games. Right. And they might not. And you can, I don't even care. Ohio State objectively probably is better than UC. I mean, there's really no saying. Right. Ten times out of ten, Ohio probably wins that game eight times, yeah. nine times. But it has to matter how many games you play. Right. Texas A&M should have been in. Even then, like I said, Ohio State should have been the four seed at the very least. So then you got to play Bama. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You probably get a better d- game out of Notre Dame and Clemson. Right. And Clemson's probably still in, you know? But I'm. It, it's just weird to me. Like, then you look at college basketball. Like, the big difference is a 68-team tournament instead of a four-team tournament. Like, right, there's a lot more opportunities right, and scenarios. Like Duke already said that they are not playing their out-of-conference schedule anymore yeah. for the rest of this year. And like my favorite college team, which is Xavier, has already had a ton of games postponed. Villanova keeps getting like positive tests. Like I think they said something crazy in like, the first week and a half. Like 200 games had been rescheduled or canceled. Sure. Some crazy, crazy number. But at the same time, with that 68-team field, you can kind of still, like, make up for that a little right. bit. Because, right, because, like, I don't think Duke is going to be a number one seed right. this year just because they are missing out on so many games, and it's going to reflect in the schedule. It should have reflected this year in the college football playoff. I've never liked college football for this reason. It's just kind of – it's just It's a fan favorite, just like this year, Notre Dame. How many times – is Notre Dame going to get into the college Final Four yeah. and then just blow their load? Absolutely. Every year, it's the same thing. Oh, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And they get in. They just get decimated. See, but, like, if you're not Alabama or Clemson, it happens to everyone, though. Like, right. those two teams are just, like, so far ahead of everyone else. It's like anyone else, if you would have put A&M in there, yeah. if Florida would have beat LSU and they would have gotten in. They would have all gotten rolled by Alabama. Like Alabama, they just look like robots this year. They're right. so <laughs> stupidly good. Um, and I mean, me personally, I don't think Ohio State has a chance. Not a chance. I, like, come on. There's just no way. I, yeah, but um, it's just I don't get it. Like even even the NFL, and we're, we're going to go into the playoffs. Uh, this is our like preview pick show for the playoffs. But it's like teams like the Ravens, kind of benefited i guess from getting covid in a lot of ways right um they had the their game pushed back against the steelers like five six times um and then a team like the broncos who you know weren't really that great to begin with had to go into a game without a freaking quarterback and had a practice squad receiver play quarterback, play quarterback against the saints right and it's like at the end of the day it hasn't made a huge difference. It'll make a huge difference come the playoffs now because you see it even with the Browns. They're going into it without their coach. They're mm-hmm. going into it without a f- the Jarvis Landry, like a few pretty important guys to that team. So now we might see COVID like really start taking a toll right. in the NFL, which to previous, like the teams we thought were going to get in got in. Yeah. And, but, and everyone played 16 games. Like, it was a fair, fair thing. Like, every team, almost every team kind of went through it at some point. So, it was pretty much a level playing field for the most part. But then, yeah, going back to college football, the SEC played a full 10-11 game schedule. Um, the Big Ten did it. Mountain West did it. And, like, 
these other teams got absolutely no love that played less games. I just don't understand. I would love to have heard. I mean, I kind of listened to it a little bit. The guys that like made the, the committee or whatever. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, well, they're still the best team and or one of the better teams. And I was like, look, we get it. We're not stupid. Ohio right. State probably gets in if it's 12 games. Right. But let them play the 12 but games. But they need to play the 12 games. Right. The 12 games has to matter. And they just showed this year that it doesn't matter anymore. Right. That's just my opinion. Oh, yeah. It's all about ratings. It's all I'm, – I'm a big fan of making college playoffs – more teams get in because you could have a bad game. You Especially have, this year. Right. How do you not expand it this year? Right. This year is a test year. They uh, should have done it this year. Dude, like the NFL did it. Yeah. You know, and, exactly. I don't, and I'm not a fan of that because they didn't change any. The NFL didn't change in one shape mm-hmm. or form. Literally, other than we had a game this year on every day of the week. The NFL the did time. it. Baseball did it. Hockey did it. So where I, I just, like I said, college football again and again and again shows that they're just so far behind the ball when it comes to everything else. And it's like, I, I'm just, I don't even like watching it anymore right. because you already know, like for betting purposes, maybe, but you already know it's going to be Alabama. It's going to be Clemson. It's probably going to be Ohio state. And then you're going to get another sec team in there. Or you might have like a team like North Carolina go crazy and, and, Go 10, 11, 12, and 0. Right. And sneak in and then just get blown out by yeah. <laughs> Alabama. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll see what happens. It'll be really interesting <laughs> to see if Ohio State wins. And, I mean, how close is it going to be? Like, what, what do you do if Ohio State wins? Like, can you count it as legitimate? I mean, I might have to take Ohio State this year just because of all these illegitimate championships like the Dodgers and the Lakers. No traveling in these bubbles. You know what I mean? And again, like they're going into it fresher. Like they've had so many more weeks off and so many guys with fresh legs. That being said, Justin Fields did get banged up quite a bit this last game. But I mean, I'm I'm all over Alabama. I love Alabama come Monday, but uh, it's a weird year. So I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State pulls a weird one off. Going into the NFL, I want to get your opinion as to what happened on the Eagles game. Everyone's saying that the Eagles threw the game, that they didn't try, that it was a disservice to football, the Eagles are horrible, blah, blah, blah. Giants fans are whining. The Giants players were all over Twitter. Can't believe what was happening. Couldn't believe that what they were watching. But all the time, Giants fans, Giants players forgot that they had only won six games six this year, I guess. They were 6-10. and ten, and I guess they forgot that you should win more than six games to get into the playoffs. Right. So, like, what? where do you stand there? Because, like... So many people want to take the high ground on this. Oh, the integrity of the game and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, come on, get the fuck out of here. Don't we're acting like every team tries on week 17 now. Right. Like, come on. Right. Everyone like the Chiefs sat everybody. Right. The Steelers sat everybody. But it's a problem because the Giants didn't get in. See, I have a problem with it because I got middled in this. I had the Redskins minus six and a half. The last thing Mm. in my parlay was like, all right, cool. Then I seen nine minutes left. The Eagles were down six. Mm -hmm. 
so six and a half or ninety-seven and a half, and they were at six. Well, I ended up putting two hundred on the Eagles to at least go down and kick a field goal or Washington. I would win either way. I just needed someone to score. Right. And no scoring happened in the last nine minutes of that game <laughs> because of that yeah. substitution. Right. That substitution, they went, they went four and out, four and out, trash, trash, trash. And the the Redskins or Washington Washingtons went into let's just win this game and run the clock out mode. So I don't like the decision. I needed Jalen Hurts to stay in there. And drive his team down and score a touchdown or a field goal or do something. Um, Now, for the integrity of the game, there's no integrity of the game anymore. You can dance in the end zone. You can do anything you want. You know what I mean? Like, there's no dance on other people's logos. How many games have we seen that are just rigged out of control? Like, so, I personally don't care about the move. But I can see where people are angry. And like your point exactly, the Giants are 6-10. and 10. Why leave it up to another team exactly. for you to... I mean, for me, they, no one in that conference, in that division, should be in the playoffs. Not a single one. You have the 10 and 6 Dolphins right. that are sitting on the outside. That shouldn't even be a possibility. I mean, like, even as a Cardinals fan, I'm, I'm kind of... We'll, we'll get into it a little bit later. Um... But even as an eight and eight team, right. I'm glad they didn't get in because if they would have gotten in, they would have gotten rolled in the first round. Right. And if they were in the NFC East, they would have been the first freaking seed. Right. They would have had a home game this weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, come on, man. Like, I'm sorry. If you're a Giants fan and you're complaining that the Eagles didn't do you a favor right. as a division rival, like Get your head out of your ass. You probably, I mean, honestly, they probably threw it just because of that. Division rival, screw you. Right, like, uh, supposedly, like, some of the Eagles players, I mean, I guess some of them are, like, really pissed off about the move, too. But I've heard some of the Eagles players actually find it funny that the Giants couldn't get in because of it. And it's like, I'm happy the Redskins, the Washington Washingtons, I, it's so hard to get used to that still. The season's over and it's so hard to get used to that. They were 5-1 and one with Alex Smith in, in as quarterback. Mm-hmm. They were actually a decent, they're a pretty good team with Alex Smith in there. So the best team, I think, is representing the NFC East. Right. Luckily. Definitely. So, and I mean, comeback player of the year you know, with a torn leg off and then you come and take your team to the playoffs. Right. Absolutely. So... I'm sorry, Giants fans, you have no ground to stand no. on here. Just be happy that you don't have to see your team get destroyed by the Buccaneers. Smashed. Like, I honestly, I think the better matchup is Washington there. Big time. You know? Big time. I love so, Washington. Yeah. Um, and that being said, the, something else that we didn't cover, but what is your take on, like, players when fans get pissed off? You know, like, when the Jets beat the Rams, effectively took them out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstake. Uh-huh. Some fans were happy, or some some fans were happy that they won. Cool, right. yeah, I get it. Some fans, understandably, were extremely angry angry that they 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 had won. Right. So then you have Jets players coming out. Oh, if you don't want us to win, you're not a real fan, and this and that and this and the other. And I'm like. I'm sitting there, I'm like, if you are upset that this trash-ass team just lost 
a generational, potentially generational talent. They're not a fan. Right. For not like hoping that the future is going to get better. The future is going to get better. Right. Like you, you might get Justin Fields and he can be good and everything, but yeah, it's like if you're as a Cardinals fan, the same thing. I'm sure you had it too. As a Chiefs fan for a long time, the Chiefs weren't great. The right. Cardinals have never been great, minus like maybe two years yeah. of my entire life. But it's like when the Cardinals were absolutely shit in the bed these last few years, I didn't want them to keep winning games. Right. You want the picks. And now we have Kyler Murray, and the future is getting better. Right. You know, we're not there yet. And it's the same thing with the Chiefs. You know, like, you guys got Patrick Mahomes because you were able to trade a couple picks and and pick him up early in the draft. And now you guys are probably the best team since the freaking Steel Curtain Steelers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, like, where do you stand on that? Because I, I think it's just such a weird thing for players to come out and, and shit on their own fans. Right. Oh, you're not a real fan if you don't want us to win. Right. Like, we don't want you guys to win because you suck right now. Right. I've been rooting for you all year. Right. And now you just keep sucking. So guess what? Now we're rooting for you to lose. You know so I mean? we can get better. Right. Like, so and we I can think help that's you where, out. Yeah, and I think that's where all these fans are coming from. It's like, no, we don't want you to lose because we like seeing you lose. We like we want you to lose because we fucking hate seeing you lose, and we want to see that less in the future. Right. We want to win more. And, I mean, it, it's just nuts that these players don't understand that. I think the players are just so, like, and, and I heard it on ESPN when they won that first game. Like, you know, everyone's kind of like, oh, why did you win that game? Right. You can't, you can't like, blatantly throw no, this game. No, no, no. You, you, you can't. Know what I mean? You can't. And, and, they're, and that's what they're going to do. They're, they're going to go compete. And right. they won, and, and that's the thing. But being upset that your fans are unhappy that you lost and, like, I don't know. It, it's it's. I don't know how to really put it, but yeah, like you get it. You yeah. know, like these teams are going to go try and win every week, right? Yeah, they're getting paid to compete. Well, then that's the, the thing. Game. Like these guys don't want to go zero and sixteen. Like right. that's a stink that doesn't wash off very well. You're gonna be in NFL history. NFL history in the worst possible way, right? But at the same time, it's like don't shit on your fans because they want you guys to be better sooner. Right. Be happy to have fans as an zero and fifteen team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like as as bad as the Jets are, I'm surprised people haven't jumped ship a long time ago. Oh, dude, they're horrible. It's like them, them and the Browns. I mean, I guess the Chiefs too. For a long time, when everyone's like, "You're a Chiefs fan," you know, no one was a Chief. Nobody was a Chiefs fan. Right now, we're good. Yeah, absolutely. There's stickers everywhere. I'm absolutely. like, you're fucking fake. Absolutely, dude. And it's <laughs> the same thing. Like, there are no Cardinals fans, right? Besides, like me and a couple other people I know, just because we suffer together, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it, and it's like, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year. And we'll go into it more because we're going to kind of review the entire year for every team. But if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that the Cardinals were going to go into week 17 with a chance at the playoffs, so I'd be like, all right, like, I'm happy with that. Right. But seeing how they were playing at the time, (laughs) I'm happier that they lost because now they have the 16th pick overall going into it and not in the late 20s. Yeah. Because, like, they can they can add something really good in this in 16 and just keep getting better. Right. And that's the thing the Eagles did. They lost. They picked up three spots in the draft. They have a top 10 pick now. Yeah. Rather than, Oh man, the giants are going to get into the playoffs. If right. we win, here, uh, yeah, here we go. We're going to make your guys' future better and not ours. Right. Like, 
get the fuck out of here. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to go over that, those couple things real quick. Cause you know, we haven't recorded in a while and those kind of have been like the topics, the top, the hot topics. So before we go into our picks, I want to get into a betting topic that mm. I've always thought about mm. that I don't think is like, a, it's obviously not a common thought. And I'm, and I know now that the books did this to sucker us. So that's what they do. They're smart. They're, they're really now smart. to you and to, to our listeners, I want to know what the rationale is behind betting a heavy favorite on the money line. So, like, this weekend you have Alabama. Alabama, minus seven. Okay? You don't think they're going to cover the spread, but you still like them to win. Right. So, you're going to take them at minus 350. And put more money on them. Right. And put minus 350 to win 100. Right. Now, my question to you is, if you don't think a team is going to cover the spread, and you're, you're willing to lay that minus 350, why would you not take the points and give yourself a better number with Ohio State? You don't think they're going to win, but you also don't think Alabama is going to cover. Right. So why wouldn't you give yourself the minus 110 instead of the minus 350? Because I think it's just in everybody's back of the head. It's like Alabama is capable of covering. So then you just get them to cover the number. That's get, what I'm saying. I get that. But – you're like, all right, Alabama's going to win. There's no ifs, ands, or about it. They're, uh-huh. they're going to win. It's like finding money on the floor. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah, there's a small chances that the win comes and blows that money away and you fucking get a big upset. You know what I mean? But it's it's the, all right, like this is it. It could be a stupid game where at the Alabama's covering the whole time and Ohio just gets like a pick six to steal the game. It didn't even matter and you don't cover. You know what I mean? They're covering. The, that's what happened. This last one. So wait, okay. So you're saying this as if you have Alabama to cover the seven? This is like, all right, this is why you're taking the money line because it's like a 90% versus taking the 50-50 coin flip of of the spreads. And I get where you're coming from. If you don't think they're going to cover, then take the other team. Well, it's like, ah, but I think they could cover, but funky stuff happens all the time. So I think that's where people's like, okay, I feel better about them just winning because I know they're going to win versus, all right, like they could be up a See, bunch. But, they're, but they're, that's my point, though. <laughs> like that's that's where this lies is there's funky stuff that could happen. I think they're going to win, but I don't think, you know, but funky stuff could happen. So take the point. I get it. But then, but then it's like, all right, Alabama blows them out. You're like, I fucking knew it the whole time. So I then, you, so, but then, yeah. So then if you're like, Alabama can cover this number, yeah. they're very capable of covering this number. Then absolutely. Yeah. Just fucking bet them to cover the number. Right. Instead of betting them on the money line. I think it's more about just faith. I don't know. I don't know. Cause like, yeah, like I said, the Titans game yesterday, the Titans could easily cover that. And but the line said take the Texans. I'm like, mm-hmm. No, like the no, I want to take the Titans, and I know they can cover it. But just the line says take Texans, so I took the Texans. Thank God the Texans covered because I've been wrong. I was fully in like, all right, Titans got this. They're gonna roll them. They need this game. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Like that's another thing. Is like the the line says to take the Texans, and never never once on this show have we said we're gonna money line a team. 
we've always picked the spreads. Yeah. And when we see that, when we see like, oh, something's fishy here, we should take this team, but we're going to take this team. Yeah. Because this is what the line says. So it's just, it goes back to the same thing. If you don't like the favorite to cover, this is just my opinion. I know, obviously, I got you, you. you guys do what you want to do, do what you need to do at the end of the day. But it makes no sense to me. Like the more I think about it, if you don't like a team to cover, just take the points on the other side. That that's just that's my way of thinking, and I mean it's worked out time and time again at this point. Um, I mean, even like teasers is the most i'll go now right you know it's like i i'm still having to cover a number but it's not as bad as it was before but then like even if you look at that it's like well if you don't like them to cover that number that they have right now like why wouldn't you just take the other team and give you give yourself a better payout at the end of the day yeah so or, or just have them cover the original number right but that this is why the books are so smart they have you thinking about it when it really shouldn't be that hard of a decision. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it was just an interesting one. Cause like I have, I've thought about this for a while now and I'm just like, you know what? It kind of makes sense. Yeah. It kind of makes sense to me at least, <laughs> but um, we will get into the games here. 2021, 2020, 2021 NFL play offs we're actually here we've made it we have made it and i think this this time around is the first time i'm like okay we're gonna have like a legitimate super bowl or like champion for this year because everyone played 17 games everyone went through the same exact thing you know some scheduling differences but everyone went through it a little bit So, we will get into our first Saturday game, the Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are minus 6.5. The over-under is 51. Um, Jeez, I mean, how do you go against the Bills here? See, I'm completely opposite. Really? I'm going to take your theory right here, right now. All right. I don't think the Bills can cover that 6. I'm taking the Colts. Okay. I think the Colts might win. They, I don't want the Colts to win because they're going to play the Chiefs. Right. And, like, the Chiefs and the Colts have this weird, like, playoff. They always just get us. So, I'm taking the Colts plus the six. Here. Okay. Here's my thing with this. 29 degrees. Phillip Rivers. When is the last time Phillip Rivers had to play a game in that weather. They have a good running game, too. They have they a have better a- running game than Buffalo and Singletary. So expect them to throw the ball off Buffalo. And the DBs for the Colts are pretty talented. Their defense is pretty good. Uh, they've looked Suspect. stellar yes. the last few weeks. I mean, the Bills are just dynamic. On offense, on defense, you know, they're definitely playing a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season. I really believe in the Bills here. I think they cover the six and a half. I think they I think they win this game by ten points, um, at least. Um you know, it was nice. I think it was it's gonna be a nice run for the Colts. They they had a good year, but I just don't think they are gonna compete 
you know, this year in in the playoffs at least. Um, I'm taking the Bills here at the minus six and a half. You're on the Colts at plus six now. So okay, so let me get this straight. You think the Bills are gonna win? Yes. Okay. But I don't think they'll cover. Okay. All right. So See, your theory right go. here. All I right. think the Bills will win, mm-hmm. but they won't cover. So I'm taking the Colts. Okay. So either way, one of us is right here. All right. Yeah. Either they're covering, or you know, you're yeah, you're on the money. All right. We we will move on to the Rams at the Seahawks. Seattle is minus three and a half. It doesn't look like Jared Goff is playing, which. Might not be the worst thing in the world for the Rams. I didn't even watch the game. Your guys' last uh, game. Both I wish guys, I didn't. I didn't watch it, so I don't know how either court or your court there the Rams quarterback did. I don't even know who he was from Wake Forest. So, yeah, so his very first pass he threw an interception. And I'm like, okay, we got this. Yeah. And then he started to settle in. And that's why I like the Rams in this game is because Sean McVay is so smart. He didn't do anything that this kid couldn't do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He made it very simple. He was hitting the Cardinals with slants all day. They weren't running the ball very well, but they kept like they kept going at it so the Ram or the Cardinals had to stay true to the run. Right. And then they'd call it a pass play. This kid would get out of the pocket and run for 10, 15 yards. Like he can run. Mm-hmm. He's got a pretty decent arm. He was making some deep throws during the game. Like there's not a lot I saw that this kid couldn't do. Yeah. I'm not saying he's the next Patrick Mahomes or anything. Right. But against a suspect Seahawks defense where Jamal Adams still is up in the air to play. I mean, I think the Rams can control this game. If this Walford kid has the same game that he had against Arizona, I mean, they can control it. Yeah. They, they're not going to score a ton of points. I actually love the under at 42 and a half. Um, but yeah, I can see the Rams sneaking this one out. I really can. See, I didn't even know that Jared Goff is out and the fact that the line's only three. And he's half. not out. out. He's, he, questionable. he's questionable. They still they think Walford is going to play. Right. So, I mean. I mean, these two teams played each other in week 15. Yeah. Um, Seahawks won that game. Usually the Rams win these games. The Rams have their number. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the Seahawks played in that game, they looked dominant. I just like the Rams' defense better. That's the only thing. The Rams' defense will be the best unit on the field at any given time. Yeah. So, Mm. I'm going to ride with you here on the plus three on the Rams just because of the defense. Yeah. If they can, I mean, Russell Wilson kind of towards the end of the year didn't look too good. I mean, he was, they were struggling a lot. After their insane start to right. begin the season. Right. Yeah, they were kind of middle of the pack from like then on. I had Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett and there would be like halftime and with like three points each and I'm like, what is going right. on? And if you take Jalen you know? Ramsey, who just shut down DeAndre Hopkins, who is the leading receiver right. in the NFL this year, you put put him on DK Metcalf right. and you completely shut down almost her entire passing game. Right. It, it's gone at that point. Um yeah, I like the Rams. You like the Rams here. Um, I like the under at 42.5 as well. Yeah, it's pretty low. I think I would take the under too. Going into what I think is going to be the most interesting game, um, 
honestly, of this weekend, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington Washingtons, Tampa Bay minus eight on the road. The over-under is 45. Give me all of the Washington I can handle. Give it to me. I love them. I'm going to take Washington, too. I I think if Chase Young fucks his day up, I mean, you see it. When you get pressure on Tom Brady, mm-hmm. the ball's thrown away. The balls are – he doesn't even try to Mike make Evans a play. Mike Evans might be out too. Oh, yeah. Well, huge. That's a huge one. I mean, I know they still have Antonio Brown. They still have Godwin, you know, all that. But they're, they're, the Tampa Bay's young defense hasn't looked that great. And if they can get pressure, which Washington's very good at getting pressure, they could honestly win this game. Who do you think has a better defensive line right now? Out of the two? No, just like in the NFL. Like better than Washington. The Pittsburgh Steelers. And like pass rush and, and run stop, the, the Steelers. Okay. All right. I guess I could get behind that. And then just due to the fact that Aaron Donald is on the Rams. Right. I mean, they got to be up there yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, but it, like he is that entire. Like, him, him alone right. is that entire offensive line. And, I mean, Leonard Floyd has played well this year, too. But, I mean, yeah, you're right, dude. Like, that – I think if they get hit pressure on him, he's, he's going to have a bad And they day. will. Yeah. They 100% will. Like, right. they are fast. They're young. They're – I mean, Chase Young is making plays all over the place. And then everyone forget that Montez Sweat is on the other side, who right. actually had a great year as well. And now he has less pressure because Chase Young's probably getting doubled the entire game. And now Alex Smith, this team is five and one with Alex Smith under Alex Smith. They are a good team. I mean, the record says seven and nine, but they're five and one with Alex Smith. It makes a huge difference. It's not a Dwayne Haskins led football team. Anymore. Right. This guy's been here. He's been here. Right. He's been successful. He's showing that he still has it. He's putting up numbers every single week. Give me Washington. This is my upset of the week. I'm taking Washington to win straight up. Straight up. Straight up winners this week. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I want them to win for the love of Alex Smith. I want them to win, and I hope they do. Um, but I for sure am taking the plus eight and a half. Right. Might sprinkle a little on the money line, but for sure Washington plus eight and a half. I mean, they're at home. Like Tampa Bay's on the road coming into Washington. It's cold. It's not Florida. You know what I mean? It's colder up there. And like I said, Washington has a good enough defense to really make Tom Brady uncomfortable. Yeah. If they, they just need to keep this game close. Yeah. Like if they give themselves a chance, I mean, the best bet is keep Tom Watching Brady off. Watching them play the Eagles last week doesn't make you as confident. Not really. It's a divisional game. It's though. a divisional game. And, I mean, up until the fourth quarter, the Eagles were still trying. Right. So, um, yeah, I just think Washington comes out right. I really do. I think they're going to shock some people this yeah. week. hope so. It, it, has, it has, like, feelings of when the Seahawks beat the Saints. Doesn't it? Yeah. Or they, like the Saints. Like and I think jump. this team is better than that Seahawks team that went into the playoff seven and nine. What was that with? 
Matt Hasselback or that was Hasselback. That was um, Marshawn Lynch when he had that insane run oh, yeah. where he broke like fifteen tackles. Yeah. Um. All right. So for the Saturday slate, I'm on the Bills. Chris is on the Colts. We are both on the Rams. I like the under in the Rams Seahawks game at forty two and a half. And then we are both on Washington. I love Washington. If I could lock in a game this week, I am going to lock this game in. Washington plus eight. Like Chris said, sprinkle a little bit on the money line there. Yeah. All right. Moving into Sunday, the early game. The Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans. Baltimore is minus three and a half. The over-under is 54 and a half. I want to get your take on this game. First, because I have a very strong feeling about this game, too. As much as I don't want to say it, I like the Ravens here. They've looked really good as of late after Lamar came out from his had-to-go-poop incident. <laughs> you know, he came back out to win the game, yeah. throw a little touchdown pass. Um, and, and the Tennessee Titans... Yeah, they've been scoring, but they've been getting scored on a lot, too. Like, their last couple games have not been blowouts. Like, they've been pretty close games. Mm -hmm. So, right now, it looks like Baltimore is heating up. The Tennessee Titans are doing the opposite. Um, past couple teams have held, you know, Derrick Henry pretty well. If if the Ravens can just stop Henry and, you know, keep the big over-the-top pass... I think they should do well. Uh, I, I think they'll cover the three here. Okay. Here's my argument to that. I love the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. These two teams are both like, are they good? Are they not good? They're, they're both right on the fence there. They both had some questionable games. They both had some really good wins. The Ravens. Okay. I'll give you that. Have they played well over the last few weeks? They have. Let's who they let's see who they played. The Bengals, the Giants. Good win against the Browns, but still gave up 42 points. 47-42 win there. The Cowboys. Then they lost to the Steelers. They lost to the Titans at home. And then um, to the Patriots and then to the Chiefs. This is the thing about the Ravens. They beat bad teams, and they beat them easy. And everyone gets on that Ravens bandwagon. When it comes time to the playoffs, they run into good teams. They do not, for whatever reason, they do not perform well against decent teams. And going into Tennessee, I just do, I cannot see why they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite here. At, at the least, it should be a pick em, in my opinion. I mean, like you said, like, Derrick Henry should have a good game here. Ryan Tannehill is no slouch either. I think they have enough to balance this to to win this game. They they have they'll have a balanced enough attack to put up points on the Ravens. And it's the same thing. Take Lamar Jackson's legs away from him. He is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. So I, I mean, I like the Titans here. Mike Vrabel's a pretty freaking good defensive coach. He should be able to scheme up something to stop Lamar Jackson. I like the Titans. See, I think for the, all the reasons you just said, why are the Ravens minus three? You're right. It should be a pick-up. Maybe that's a sports book. Like, all right. Like, be, all right. Well, because, because 
what you mm. said, they're playing well, and people see the scores that they've put up, but they're not factoring in the teams that they've played. Yeah. I mean, who wasn't? I mean, actually, no, the Bengals played pretty good against a few teams, yeah. even when Joe Burrow went down. But it's like, yeah, it's it's super easy to say, oh, the Ravens are so good when they're beating the NFC least a few times, but then they haven't beaten teams with winning records. Right. Besides the Browns. Like, that's it. So, I mean, I like the Titans here. You're on the Ravens. I'll stick with the Ravens. Cool. I mean, the over 54 and a half is not a bad look. I think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Tennessee's defense, it, like, it seems when Tennessee gets these leads, they just kind of go into prevent mode, and that's where all these teams have been coming back late. Like, it, even the Texans game, like, they were up, like, 20 to 10 or something like that. Next thing I know, it's a three-point game late in the game with the Texans. Oh, they did it against the fucking Jaguars too early in the year. Exactly. And they, they blew my perfect right. lock streak. It's like when they Bastards. get up, they go... I think they go into more run Derrick Henry, and once he starts getting stopped, other teams are like, all right, we're just going to throw over the top now. Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at it, like, historically, teams that run the ball well always have played well in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry is a 2,000-yard uh, rusher for the season, which, I mean, in crazy. this day and age, with how much teams throw the ball, right. is amazing. Um it, it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, but we will move on to the Bears at the Saints. Nolens is minus 10. The over-under is 47. I mean, do we give the Bears a chance here? Do we actually give them a chance? Or is, are the Saints going to beat them by 35 points? Didn't, the Bears kept it close in their first. They played each other this year, I believe. Was that when Breeze was out? No. This was like the first couple weeks, I believe. 26-23. Yeah, because I remember I had the Saints like minus six, and I was like, off. Oh, here comes the Bears. Yeah, that was week eight. I don't think he was out. So, oh, let me see. I'm pulling up the stat line. Yeah, Drew Brees, 31 for 41, 280 yards, two touchdowns. But Nick Foles was playing that game, too. So you have Mitch Trubisky in. So that's a completely terrible. Uh, yeah, but that looks terrible. I just I like the Saints here, but their luck in the playoffs the past like couple years hasn't just been bad call after bad call against the Vikings, which is a good team. Um, well, that was just bad luck. That wasn't a bad call. That was just bad luck. I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with your logic here again. I don't know if the Saints could cover the 10. Especially, Alvin Kamara will be playing this game. If they play it on Saturday, the COVID restrictions will allow him. So Sunday, he's allowed to. Okay. So he will be playing this game. I'm going with your theory. Let's see if it pans out. I don't think the Saints will cover the 10. I think they will. Like I said, like I think the Saints win this game by like thirty-five points. I don't know, man. Mitch Trubisky's been going off the past couple. But of again, games, though, really it, it's the same thing. They played the Jaguars. They played the Vikings. They played the Texans. All three teams that are not known for their defenses right. going into that. Then last week, they get blown out by the Packers, thirty-five sixteen, and have and had to rely on Arizona to lose to even get into the playoffs. Right. So it's just like they don't belong here. 
they never belonged here, even when they were five and zero. They, sh- they, right. you know, like they're not a good team. I, I mean, maybe the Bears defense makes some plays here to keep it a little bit closer than it should be. And I mean, unless you get a miracle here and the Saints shoot themselves in the foot for like the fourth year in a row, I, I think the Saints come out focused. Yeah, and they come out ready to beat the shit out of the Bears. Maybe you're right. I, I heard rumors that this is like Drew Brees' last year. He might possibly, yeah, this year, yeah. So they might be. You might but haven't be right. they been saying that for like the last three years? And they say it every year. But I think this year when he got his ribs broke and like yeah. hat, now he's kind of like, okay, like I can't do this anymore. That's yeah, you know. true. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna stick with the Bears plus ten. Please don't let me down. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, show why you got picked over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes and all that good stuff. No, that's way out the window. <laughs> Just show that's why so they, far out the they picked you up. All right, we will move on to the final game of Wild Card Weekend. The Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is minus six, the over under 47 and a half. As, it, much, as much as I hate to say it, and as much as I don't think they deserve it, I gotta go with the Steelers here. The Browns are just missing too much. Yeah, they're you're missing your head coach. You're missing Jarvis Landry. I mean, I would love, 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 love for the Browns to beat the Steelers this week. I just don't think it happens, unfortunately. Honestly, if yeah, if the Browns had everybody. I would. I just, it's just so weird because the Steelers, as of late, other than that Colts game and that comeback win, have not looked good. Have not at all. And the Browns could honestly keep the ball away from the Steelers all game with Kareem Hunt and yeah, Nick Chubb. They could. And, you know what I mean? So if they get their run game going, it, it could be in the the game could be in their hands the whole time. I think this is more of a game. It's. Not so much what the Steelers have, it's what the Browns are missing. And that's why I lean the Steelers this week. Yeah. Because like you said, like they haven't looked good. I'm going to take a little victory lap here because <laughs> I never bought into them. I never did. And when they went 12-0, I gave them a little credit for being a good team. But then the wheels started to fall off the bus here. Yeah. And I was way ahead of it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a little pat on the back here because I was getting a lot of hate from everybody <laughs> for not wanting to give the Steelers credit. But it's so funny too because I was talking to some people and I was like, "Now what if, what if the Steelers were to lose to the Bengals?" Uh, I heard this from multiple people. Oh, it won't happen. It can't happen. That's impossible. They can't lose to the Bengals. And look what happened. This is not a good football team. Their record is not – they're not as good as their record shows. They're absolutely not. I I hope you're right. I hope the Browns can just control this game through the run game and and win that way because they need to, unfortunately. I mean, hopefully, like, Stefanski is just, like, texting in (laughs) place and stuff. You know, he's like – you know, he's, like, there but not there. But – yeah, it's illegal, right? They can't have. Oh fun. no, he would get. They yeah. would get absolutely. Destroyed. They can't have nothing. There's no way that they would let that happen. But uh, yeah, I'm on the Steelers. You're on the Browns. I don't, I don't know. It's like Steelers are missing a lot on defense. All that shit got it. All those people that got injured. The the pass game hasn't looked well. 
Big Ben has been banged up late in the year. If I'm the Browns, I'm like, Juju, please dance on our logo. <laughs> do it. Like, Just please it. dance on our logo. You think he does logo. it? You think he does? No, he said no. he wasn't going to do it, but because no. but then they played home games after that. So well, no, because they played the Colts. Well, supposedly he was doing it at home games too. Yeah, but he stopped doing it Once they after the they lost the Bengals, and then they actually have a good win against the Colts. Right, and then like the whole. So now game. if he goes back and does it again, everyone's be like, "You're an idiot. You're an idiot." I mean, he was already an idiot for doing that. Why is uh, Jarvis Landry out? COVID. Yeah, he's on the COVID list. And he like tested positive, so he cannot come back. This right, week. he's out. Right, so it's it's a big loss for them. It really is. I they're missing um, Hunter Bryant, that rookie tight end that's been really good for them this year too. I just they're just missing too much in the passing game. Mm, as much as I hate to do it, all right, I'll take the Steelers here minus six. Yeah, yeah, they're just it just yeah. Uh, literally, the only way the Browns win is if they just run. All over, them. which I hope they do. Yeah, at the end of the day, I really hope the Steel, the the Browns can pull this one out. But like, like we said, it's just it's not so much what the Steelers have; it's just right. what the Browns are missing, unfortunately, this week. But um, who who's your? Well, do you have a lock this week? Do you want to make one? Sure, we go. We always got to make one, right? Yep, mine's Washington, hundred ten percent. Mine's the Colts. I'm going to ride with them. They've been doing me good all year. Okay. They've been There's my first trap game That's of right. the year. That's right. I'm riding with the Colts. Plus six and a half. Maybe that six and a half is a trap. <laughs> <laughs> like, the more I'm looking at it now, I'm like... It's going to end oh, up like no. six, bro. It should Two. be like seven, seven and a half, right. really. But, like, Not the Bucks are like... Touchdown. Like, the, the Bucks are like, you want to take this six and a half. You just really a touchdown. To. Just a touchdown. Like, <laughs> they could do that. That being said, now that I think this is a trap game, <laughs> I'm sticking with the Bills, but I acknowledge... I acknowledge now that this is a trappy, trappy number, and I, I don't mean, really like it as much as I did to start the show. Um, so yeah. you're taking the Bills money line, but why not just take the Colts plus? The no, I still, I still <laughs> believe in the Bills to cover. No, I'm taking them to cover the six and a half. All right. Um, all right. So Bills or Colts for you, Washington for me. Who's your Super Bowl pick? We need to get a Super Bowl pick in now so we can't change it as the, as our teams get eliminated and, and we go on. Go ahead. I know it's going to be the Chiefs. It's going to be the Chiefs, Chiefs and Packers. Okay. I think it's going to be a rerun in that, the All-State game, what they're going to call it, because yeah. we're both All-State representatives. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean – other than the Chiefs shooting us ourselves in the foot, we're going to be rested or a home field advantage. I, I just I don't see anybody. Okay. You know? Now, of the two, of course, like I got to go to the Chiefs, but I think that's the Super Bowl right there is the Chiefs and the Packers. Okay. Which is so, like, vanilla. Both one seeds, like, duh. I mean, yeah, but... but yeah. You don't want to be too chalky, but it's at the same time. It's like they're clearly the best teams. Right. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. The Chiefs were my Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the year. And out of the NFC, 
give me oh man it's between the saints <laughs> i want to pick washington <laughs> <laughs> just like just like dude like they have played so well right like honestly like them when we called it the our last show yeah. it's like when the nmc was up in the air we both said that the Washington Washingtons were the best team right. and were going to make the playoffs in that division. Like We both were on them. Um, they're a good team. They are so much better than their 7-9 and nine record says. And if their defense can play up to it, I'm not picking them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. As much I'm as not. I'm talking about this. I just I, I want to go with, I want to go with the Saints too, but I just don't think there's enough there to beat the Packers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I, the Packers can control the the time possession with their run game, and then just Devontae Adams is just crazy. Like, Who do you think has the best defense in the NFC this year in the playoffs? Maybe the Rams. Maybe the Rams. I th- I think it would go Rams, Washington, Packers, or Saints, Packers. Like, the Packers' defense isn't terrible, but I feel like their offense has gotten them out of a lot of spots to where the other teams are now just throwing the ball to keep up. Right. You know what I mean? Because once the Packers go up, it's like you can't just run the ball on them. Man. The NFC is just so weird. So tough. It's just because I hate the Rams now. Like, I love them in the beginning of the year, but now it's like you don't know which Ram team you're going to – even with Jared Goff as their quarterback. Yeah. It's like sometimes their offense is just bad. I mean, can't get anything going. Like I said, I don't think him being out particularly is a bad thing for them because now their offense gets more simple. Right. And Sean McVay is is keeping it simple for Walford as to, like, Goff, he's kind of pushing past his, limit, his limitations – which, if he had the same offense, because, like, Goff can't run. Like, that's the huge thing for him. Like, he's not a good enough pocket passer to to win this, um, them a Super Bowl. He right. never will. Right. Uh, as long as Goff is a quarterback for the Rams, they're not going to win a Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints. And I think I think the Saints – I mean, they, they might even get Michael Thomas back. By then, yeah, like so he might even be back this week supposedly. Um, so yeah, give me the Chiefs and the Saints again. You know, kind of a chalky pick, but when you look over it, no other team really stands out. Right. I think the Bills can challenge the Chiefs. Yeah, I really do. Um, and it's funny because when we played them this year and we beat them, we beat them running the ball. Right. I think that was the most rushing yards we had in a game is running the ball, and we. By then, we should have Clyde back. We'll have Bell back. They're rested. You know what yeah. I mean? Clyde had that injury, but they said he'd be back for the playoffs. But that's two weeks off now and two more weeks off. Was that game in like kind of the middle of the whole Bills COVID thing, though? No. Was that an earlier game? No, it was a later game. No, it was in the middle of it because that's – yeah, that they played you guys back to back after they got blown out by the Titans. Yeah, because we were supposed to play them on like a Thursday, yeah. and it got pushed all the way to Monday. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I think if anyone can beat the Chiefs, it's the Bills. But uh, yeah, that'll be it for the pick show. 
watch out for our next show, which is going to kind of just be a pre or like a review of the whole year. That'll be a fun show to really dive into uh, to just how bad the Cardinals end of the year was and to see who we thought was going to go where we thought was going to do well. Who we th- I already looked over the numbers. We actually had a really good year. And I already told Chris that before we started recording this show. But, um, yeah, we will get into that. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Playoffs are here, baby. Playoffs are here. 2021. Hockey's starting soon. Short in season, right? 56 games. Yeah. But I'm okay with it because yeah. we have it back. Baseball, it's going to be baseball back in February, they said, or March? March. March. Well, yeah. Yeah, March. And then, uh, yeah, we have college basketball. It's a good time. It's a good time to be a sports fan. But uh, all right, guys, thank you very much. And we will see you on the next show.